Welcome to the Annie Jennings PR Real Stories of Success podcast series. Annie Jennings is the creator of the most powerful radio campaign in the country, where you are booked on high-impact shows in top markets, as well as the famous pay-for-placement national television print and online media program, where she offers guaranteed deliverables. My name is Stacey Amaral Kaufman. I'm the radio director for Annie Jennings PR, and we are sharing another real story of success to give listeners an inside look into what it's like to work with Annie Jennings PR. And today, we're joined by Fred Quillar, known as the Diamond Guy. He's designed championship rings for the Dallas Cowboys, Denver Broncos, Detroit Red Wings, and many, many more teams. And he spent the past 17 years researching the physiology of lasting weight loss after his work till you drop and eat whatever, whenever you can lifestyle. It ended up catching up with him and he suffered a stroke. So now he shares his story, what worked for him and how he's helped others in his new book, The Buffer Zone Diet. It's not just what you eat, it's when you eat. And Fred has appeared on over 200 stations during his radio campaign with Annie Jennings. He's heard on major media brands such as iHeartMedia, CBS Radio, Salem, and Radio America, not to mention with celebrity hosts like Jim Brickman. So welcome, Fred. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. So tell our audience a little bit about why you signed on with Annie in the first place. Um, I think the key to, to, to for anybody out there is if you think you're going to do it by yourself, you're not going to. Um, everyone out there has seen a movie. Uh, and I know we all like to, to leave when the movie's over. But if you pause for a second and you sit in your seat just a few more minutes, you're going to see a lot of names that show up on the screen. And you go, wow, it took that many people to to make this movie. And it's, and it's not one or two or five. In some cases, it'd be hundreds. Um, it, t- it takes a village. And I, I think it isn't enough to have a good product. Uh, how that product is presented to the world is as important as the product itself. And Annie Jennings is an expert in delivering product. It's that simple. And you signed on for our radio campaign initially, and you're continuing to work with us uh, through our pay-for-placement program, the national media, print and online. But through this, up to this point, you worked a lot with the radio team, which happens to be myself included, also with our media coach and trainer, uh, Jason, as well. And what's your experience been like working with the radio team, uh, how they work with you on a day-to-day basis, and did we make you feel like a friend? There is there is nothing out there without a quality relationship. And you're not going to have a quality relationship without trust. So I think first and foremost, um, if, if, if I didn't trust Annie, if I didn't trust uh, you, if I didn't trust the coaches, uh, we're not going to get anywhere. You're always going to second-guess yourself. So I think from from the very second that I talked with everybody associated with Annie Jennings' team, there was a sense of you have a group of people that absolutely love what they're doing, want to make a difference in other people's lives. And to do that, uh, you you have to get new information, new data. You have to grow. And so, yeah, everybody in the team has made me feel wonderful from the get-go. It's been spectacular. And we spoke about the media coaching. You coming in to Annie Jennings and into uh, this this uh, this journey with the new book, The Buffer Zone Diet. Uh, you've had some media experience. How was the media coaching uh, teaching you how to be promotional without being promotional? 
and overall the experience of uh, getting you ready for the radio? You know, I've, I've prior, you know, to this, you know, with my my, my first best-selling book, How to Buy a Diamond, uh, you know, known as the Diamond Guy. I've been on, I mean, every TV show you can think of, and and hundreds of thousands of, of TV shows and radio shows. And so it's funny you, you when when you hear, hey Fred, we're gonna do some media coaching with you. You're like, yeah, it's not my first rodeo. But if you're smart, if you're smart, you'll realize that nobody knows everything. Uh, and if you're really, really smart, you'll realize you, you know very little. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. so, God, it really was refreshing. It was, it was, it was great to talk to people who say, "Yeah, that's fine, but we need to stay on point." Yeah, that's wonderful, but here's the message, and you know what, what you need to say, and and getting ready, and and things like that. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I think it was absolutely fantastic that no, you're never going to get a point in this world where you're going to know everything. And so to have experts in the field who who can sit there and say, hey, good message. This is good, but here's a way to make it better. There's always a way to take any message and make it better. And you're back to the idea of together as a team, we we can take something that's good and make it great. Now, during the campaign itself, I know you had a lot of a lot of wheels turning. You had a lot of support that you were giving the radio campaign, and the radio campaign was giving your other efforts as well. Talk about just the success of the book during the first month, six weeks uh, that it's been out there. Um, it, you know, it depends on how a person wants to define success. You know, I, I meet a lot of people. Okay, I shouldn't say I meet a lot of people write books, but but there's certain a lot of books that are being written. And I think there's this this sense of I'm gonna write. I've written this thing. This this thing that I've written is my child, and I have an experience and a story to tell. And I'm gonna put it out there in the universe, and everyone's gonna love it. Um, even if it's a wonderful message, and even if it's a great story, and everybody everybody has a great story to tell. Uh, we are in an attention economy because there's so much content being made on a daily basis. It's a lot of noise, and so it's not enough if you've got a needle. If there's so much hay, nobody can have access to that particular needle. And so I recognized that I needed to not just hit on some of the cylinders. I needed to hit on all cylinders and use everything that I possibly could. So we used you guys, you know, in terms of making sure that you reached out to the media. But on top of that, you know, I, I have my own media team that handles you know, Diamond Cutters International. I put them on, on this as well. And then creating the Facebook, the social media, the Instagram, the Twitter, and putting that media team together. And that's been critical. So I, I think if somebody is, is lazy, they're like, well, I wrote the book. Everyone should just come to me now. It ain't going to work. Um, it's got to... I think the real work starts after the book is published. Uh, And I think a lot of people uh, don't understand that. You mentioned social media, Fred. What are some of the things that your team is doing to leverage some of these big brands we mentioned in the intro, CBS and iHeart and talking with Jim Brickman and being on over 200 stations? What are they doing when you have your interview? Yeah, what's nice is, you know, because people, they, they've just heard you. You, you. Imagine the listener's world. They've got things they're doing today. They have a to-do list. 
and suddenly, for some reason, they just heard you on the radio for a few seconds. Don't assume that they've heard the whole the whole interview. They may have just heard the last few seconds of it. And I think what's so nice is that your team has prepped these wonderful people to show all the different platforms that are available so that they can find you. So to be able to say, hey, this is the website, uh, the bufferzonediet.com, or go to the Facebook page or go to Instagram and have those platforms set up. The more different roads there are to get up to the top of the mountain, the better it's going to be. And everybody be on the same page to let people know, hey, these are all the different ways you can find out more. Now, Fred, do you have any advice for someone that might be on the fence about working with Annie Jennings? Um, what I would say is that you have to set a budget of how much bucks you got. I used to hear a long time ago that it isn't enough to, um, enough to have money to buy a home. Uh, you have to have money to furnish the home. It isn't enough money to be able to afford the down payment on the car, but then you have to service the car. Uh, I, I think one of the things that I would say to anybody who's on the fence is to say, hey, uh, get the fact that if you're lucky and if you're blessed, um, the money that you're going to need to get this started isn't going to be enough. <laughs> because what's going to happen is if you're lucky and you're blessed, uh, you're going to come back and they're going to want People are going to want more of you. They're going to want to talk to you more. And if you've put all your money in on the one shot, hey, this is all the money I've got. I'm going to do one Super Bowl commercial, and that's it. It's not enough. And so taking a whole look and being honest with the team and saying, this is what I've got to spend because there's got to be some money to start the promotion. And if it doesn't do well, well, then, you know, uh, maybe the message didn't resonate. There's a lot of people out there trying to get people's attention. But if it does resonate, you still have to leave a little bit of money in your pocket so that you can continue because that's what you want. You want a relationship with Annie Jennings that isn't short-term. You want a long-term relationship because if you do, then you're going to be successful. I, I joke with people all the time. Someone say to me, well, Fred, how is it that you can spend a million dollars on advertising? And by the way, that's not the bill with Annie Jennings. And my reaction would be, pick any number. I don't care what the cost of advertising is is if my return is what I wanted. If my return was book sales, if my return was revenue or brand recognition, my reaction is if you've made a decision that this is what I want and this is what I can afford to pay and it gives it to you, why wouldn't you keep coming back for seconds, thirds, and fourths of that? All right, Fred. Well, thank you so much for joining us today and telling us a little bit about your experience in working with Annie Jennings. And we'll be hearing a lot more from you in the future as we continue to talk about the buffer zone diet with the media. And, of course, to learn more about Fred and his story. And, of course, even Diamond Cutters International, you can visit thebufferzonediet.com and get all the information you need. The book's available everywhere. Amazon and your local bookstores. Thanks again, Fred. Thank you. And this podcast is presented by Annie Jennings of the national publicity firm, Annie Jennings PR. For more information on how you too can experience national media success and guaranteed deliverables, please visit AnnieJenningsPR.com. Till next time.